All right, welcome to the Tech Bites podcast, where we give you the most interesting tech news in quick, digestible bites. Make sure to subscribe to the Tech Bites podcast wherever you get your podcast news. Jumping right into it today, courtesy of The Verge, Robinhood CEO Vlad Taneev, Reddit CEO Steve Huffman, and Keith Gill, also known as Roaring Kitty on Reddit, are all going to testify before the House Financial Committee about the recent GameStop's fiasco. GameStop stock fiasco. For those who don't know, Keith Gill is the Reddit user who first started the surge in GameStop price on the subreddit r slash Wall Street Bets. Um, what they did basically was um, they found out that GameStop was the most shorted stock, which basically means that big Wall Street firms were betting they'd lose money by borrowing someone's stock and selling it. And when the stock went down, they paid them back. So if you sell a stock for $100, it goes down to 50 you paid you sold for 100 so you made 50 that's basically what shorting stocks is they saw that, that was the most short stock and they thought it was unfair so they started investing in it traditionally uh, one of the things that the committee will be trying to figure out here is was there any market manipulation going on now whether that was by the wall street firms Robinhood, or other trading platforms or the wall street bet users themselves this is extremely important for the fact that this could change how the stock market works for everyday retail investors. Who knows, man? I mean, maybe in the near future you might not be able to invest so easily, or maybe it won't be so hard for us little guys to make a buck. But hey, if it makes me money, I'm down. Um, next, in the electric car space, it seems that other companies are following GM's decision to go all electric. GM announced that it would be going fully electric by 2035, and it seems another big name in the car industry has joined them. Jaguar um, will be going fully electric by 2025, according to a post on their website. This is the first premium brand that I've heard of going all electric, and I'm going to be honest, I don't think they can do it. Uh, Their goal of being all electric by 2025 just is not realistic, um, because that's given them really less than four years to go from just a traditional gas brand to an electric brand. And we've seen from just other traditional automakers that it's just extremely hard to go from making combustion engine cars to electric, especially when you're trying to turn your old cars, you know, your old car models into electric instead of just designing one from the ground up that, you know, don't have such high expectations. You want an example? I personally think that the way Ford um, is doing it is kind of a good example for other traditional automakers to follow when going into the electric car space. Um, Their Ford Mustang Mach-E when they made this car, and it's an electric um, SUV Mustang type of thing. And it's really good because they create that familiar brand with the Mustang. Um, but they also create a new model, the Mach-E part of it. That, that way people's expectations aren't set too high. They can kind of build up their experience. And as an added benefit, the electric charging infrastructure will continue to grow. Now, I don't think electric is going bad. Uh, I think that you know one day we might all be driving an electric car, but I don't think the infrastructure is quite mainstream enough for widespread adoption, at least not in the United States. In a final piece of news, uh, Google uh, has not updated its apps on the iOS platform in over two months. The app stopped receiving updates around December 8th, um, and this is around the same time that Apple introduced new privacy nutrition labels. Kind of dodgy, Google. 
Basically what it does is on iPhone and other iOS devices is that before an app can be updated with the new iOS, um, it has to put in the nutrition labels all the way it's tracking you, all the data it's gathering on you for, you know, you would think ad purposes, but really any purpose. Um, and so this new change is designed to give users more control over how an app can or cannot track them. Uh, and it lets people know, like, what kind of data are these services collecting on you? Um, many people have speculated that Google has not updated their apps uh, to avoid these privacy nutrition labels because they do a lot of tracking, guys. I mean, let's be honest. Um, Google has claimed that they do not have a problem with the nutrition labels and that they have just not needed to update the ads, but that's just kind of, you know, not realistic to me. I get apps on my phone for Google products all the time. Um, to clarify, Google does do a lot of tracking, but it's not necessarily all for ad purposes. The Gmail app, for example, uses basically every permission your phone lets it have, but it doesn't necessarily do it to serve you ads. As more, it's more like a um, so you can send better emails, more correct emails. You know, you can send files easier, that kind of stuff. Um, although it does raise a question: Why are they so concerned with these labels? I honestly. I think if they would have just updated the DAP, you know, not made any fuss about it, everybody would have just clicked agreed and went about their day. Um, so it's just, they should have just got that out there. Um, there may be merit to Google's claims though that they just don't care. They just haven't, you know, updated their apps. Because uh, a few days ago they did update the YouTube app on iOS and a few other apps such as Google Classroom and Google Translate have also been updated, but apps, apps such as Gmail, Google Search, Docs, and Google Photos have not received updates. So I know many of us are probably just going to click through the pop-up anyway and agree, but if you're one of those people that takes the time to read the labels, you might be surprised about you know what they're taking, so let us know if you find anything. Uh, whether this will change consumer behavior or you know raise any privacy concerns has yet to be seen. Anyway, that wraps up the final story of the Tech Bytes podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to our quick summary um, of the most interesting news. If you want to see a certain topic covered, be sure to let me know by writing a comment in the podcast form of our website at averyjeremiah.wixsite.com slash tech. Uh, there's no space between Avery and Jeremiah. Uh, until the next time, I wish you all the best.